This is the Activated Woman Podcast, where we talk all things mindset, manifestation, magic, and success like a woman. Your pleasure and your desire are your portals to your next level self. So, I'm your host, Taylor Carr, and let's go ahead and dive in. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Activated Woman Podcast. Today's episode is all about standing deeply and firmly in your boss bitch energy. And this was inspired by a couple of clients. I reached out to them doing just a little bit of market research and I love to constantly go into the mind of those who buy from me and also those who don't at this time and really make sure that I'm serving correctly and make sure that I'm continuing to meet the needs of the people in my community. And something that came through that seemed kind of like a theme was this energy that people feel when they work with me, where when they start, they feel almost like a little girl or childish in a way. Their words, not mine. I don't think that, but um, their words. And then come out the other side feeling like a woman feeling, you know, far more grounded and rooted in their power. And that theme kind of came through of like just how to drop deeper and even deeper and even deeper into my bad bitch energy and really stand in my power like a woman and continue to boss up and continue to expand and grow. So I thought it would be a really fun podcast episode to come on here and talk about how to stand firmly in your boss bitch energy. So I'm so excited to dive into this content. Let's get to it. your boss bitch energy. Hello, my love. Let's talk about boss bitch energy and exactly what the fuck that means and why it matters to you. Because it's easy to like place a cute, sexy name on something, but I want to drop deeper into what I mean by that because it isn't just like, oh, I'm a boss bitch, hashtag catch me on Twitter or whatever. I, I don't even know what that means, but it is, it is all about standing in your power. It is all about standing in your confidence firmly and knowing your worth, raising your standards, setting boundaries, you know, and it's about having the strength and the willpower and the courage to push towards a beautiful life, even if that means decluttering, eliminating, or essentially breaking up with the things that truly don't serve you. It has everything to do with being courageous enough to feel the pain and the rupture of the human experience and understand that everything is happening for you, not to you. And I just love this energy so much because it is the exact opposite of so much of what I started out with in this work and I find myself existing here a lot now. I used to be you know, quite the perfectionist. Everything needed to be perfect to feel valid, to feel worthy of love. I used to be scared of everything you know, my, my nervous system was so completely shot from an entire life of fight or flight growing up in a traumatic household, an abusive household, um, <clears throat> that I just, I, I found that being avoidant, well, anxious avoidant, was somehow keeping me safe, or at least I thought so. And I understood 
later that it was keeping me sick. It was keeping me small, keeping me physically small. I mean, my body stayed at about 102 pounds my whole life um, until I started to really shake this energy off. I now weigh close to 130, which is a huge jump in the last two to three years. I guess I wasn't 102 my whole life. I was obviously a baby and a child once. Anyways, you know, this, this chronic smallness and unsafeness that I was experiencing, it had, it needed a lot of massaging, a lot of healing, a lot of gentleness and self-compassion to come out on the other side. So let's talk a little bit about a few things that really help you stand in your power and stand in that boss bitch energy. So the first thing that I want to bring to this conversation today is standards. Raising the standards in your life when it comes to everything, everything from the cleanliness of your home to the relationships that are in your life, to the amount of money that you continuously keep in your bank account, because we all have our energetic minimums, and some people have energetic minimums that are in the negatives, or at zero, or at $20, and that's just completely unacceptable because it keeps you in a place of feeling unsafe and unsecure all of the time. And it's really hard to stand in your power when you feel unsafe, especially as a woman. We deeply, deeply crave this, this feeling, this sensation of true, true safety. So raising your standards with everything in your life, and it does take time to really understand what that means and to embody that. But basically, babe, just start expecting more out of your life. Start expecting more out of yourself and the people who are in your life. You know, take amazing care of your car, take amazing care of your handbag, raise the standard for yourself, and you'll find that you will naturally begin to fall into a more empowered space or more of the energy of the woman that you really want to be in the world. So setting, raising and setting new standards is number one. And that also goes hand in hand with setting boundaries. And boundaries are a really loving process. A lot of People think of them as something that is rigid and even like mean or, you know, cruel. And the truth is, is that boundaries are a complete act of love, you know, being able to, uh, being able to eloquently state what your needs are and where your boundaries are and how not to cross them actually sets other people up for success in your life as to how to treat you, how to love you. So boundaries and standards go hand in hand, but they are our number one and number two. So start getting curious about, as you raise your standards, where can you set new boundaries in your life? Maybe it's you've been drinking a little bit too much with your friends lately and you've been going out all through the week and maybe you want to like reserve Saturday nights for going out with your friends and having a couple of drinks, but setting a new like devotional practice to yourself of, no, I have this new boundary because I know it's going to make it's going to make me a better person and give me a better life. So that is an example of a really um, simple but effective boundary. And I, you know, also I, I recommend boundaries as to how people treat you and how people speak to you. You know, like I have a boundary around how my family members are allowed to speak to me. And after some kicking and screaming over the years, the boundaries are fully understood now and I don't get those calls anymore. And it's really freeing. It frees up a lot of my energy. 
So the third thing I'm going to bring to the table is leaning into your edges. So what an edge is essentially is like you're standing at the edge of a cliff. Well, let's say a curb actually, because a cliff sounds really dramatic, but like you're standing at the edge, edge of a curb and you can step off of the curb, but it's really a steep step and it feels like it, it, it might hurt and it could be uncomfortable and it may not be a safe step but you do know that if you step in the other direction, you're completely safe, it's fine, it's normal, like it's flat over there, right? That's essentially what an edge is. So in financial terms, somebody might feel really comfortable with making $9,000 a month in their business. And that's comfortable, that's something that they've done repeatedly and they know they can do it again and it's not, it's not anything that feels too like edgy, like you've done it, it's, it's, it's part of your nervous system now, like you, you, your body gets it, it's, it's not a problem. But if you were to make $10,000, somehow, for some reason, that suddenly feels unsafe. Maybe it's the fact that it's five figures instead of four, your subconscious, your nervous system might go into a bit of a state of shock, feeling unsafe, feeling unworthy, feeling greedy or shameful, feeling scared that someone's gonna come take it from you, feeling you know, worried that the IRS is gonna find you out for whatever is happening, you know, like almost like, is it illegal to make this much money? And, and the thoughts might be subconscious, but that's your edge. So moving from nine to 10,000, even though it feels a bit unsafe, you know you're not gonna die. Like you, you, you can lean into that edge. Going from 9,000 to 20,000 might feel like an absolute fuck no. That's not really as much of an edge unless 19,000 is what feels comfortable for you and then 20,000 might be the edge. So leaning into new edges and discovering what these edges are, are all the time helps you to continue to expand your bad bitchness. It helps you to continue to expand your groundedness and your rootedness in the person that you want to be, the person that you are, and how you're willing to get uncomfortable to create more for yourself. And there's a lot of power in that discomfort. When we step out of the box and into the type of reality that you know we're told doesn't get to exist for us, it's a bad bitch move. It's a bad bitch move to kind of tear down patriarchal beliefs or familial beliefs or religious beliefs and say, no, I'm actually worthy of more than this. I'm actually worthy of exactly what it is I desire. And my desires are completely safe and completely divinely guided. Which leads me to number four, divine action steps. So we do a lot of the, the meditation and we some of us do tapping and we have our healing practices and our toolboxes. And if you don't, I highly recommend you get yourself a toolbox and fill it with amazing healing modalities because using healing on your journey to success is like, it's just amazing what, what's possible, what you can break open and, and how you can quantum leap even bigger than you would have imagined and start even dreaming bigger. So while you are using these healing modalities, it's important that you're taking divinely led action steps in the process while this energy is in you. So if you're feeling lit up, activated, inspired, like you're moving through some big shit, this is really truly the time to, to take some action steps because we can meditate and heal and manifest and journal all we want, but if we're not taking the action steps in that frequency, by the way, because the frequency is so potent and so powerful, if we're not doing that, then 
you know, there's no avenue for your desires to really truly come to you. And I get that they, they still can technically, but I just would be willing to bet that your belief system, your subconscious mind, your brain body, body brain, um, would be willing to bet against that. And that's how I know it can't come unless it has a vehicle because your whole entire system would have to be online for that. It would have to be programmed for that. And at this moment, for the most part, most of us are not. So when those divine downloads come, take the action steps that move the needle forward on the life that you want. Which leads me to the next point. Cultivating a true sense of emotional maturity and self-leadership. These are the two biggest boss-ass bitch moves you can possibly make. I'm telling you, when you learn how to self-regulate, when you learn how to lead yourself, when you learn how to look at everything and everyone in every circumstance with the eyes of a leader, empathetic, compassionate, co-creation, these are elements that will truly change the game for you because you release control. You have no need or desire to control other people. You cannot control circumstances, especially ones that are out of your, um, out of your reach, out of your responsibility. You know, you you take personal responsibility for your own actions and your own peace in in everything that you do, but you don't take responsibility for others' actions. I mean, that's so deeply deeply empowering. That's leading yourself through this, understanding that when you when you are in this world, you're co-creating with people, you're co-creating with energy, you're co-creating with the universe, and releasing that control <clears throat> and understanding that there has to be space for other people to dance with me in this process is the quality of a leader. And it does take emotional maturity to really deeply ground in this. And emotional maturity is something that we can cultivate over time by using these qualities of, of the true leader, the empathy, the compassion, the co-creation, all of that, the self-awareness, the personal responsibility, the willingness to be wrong, and also the availability to know that everybody is doing the best with what they have. Another piece of emotional maturity is also looking past woke terminology that we've learned on the Google Dictionary, <laughs> the Google University. So we live in a world right now where everyone knows all the things because we have so much information at our fingertips. We see people using words like narcissist and gaslight and all that stuff all over the place without an actual understanding of what that, that really means. We see just everyone calling each other a narcissist. And it's because we're in this big political divide where I'm right and you're wrong, right? And unfortunately, it, it's just not that black and white. Everyone's doing the best with what they've been given. And when we add empathy and compassion into the scenario and we understand that we just do what's best for us, we do what's right for us, and we wish everybody else the best in the process, um, that that's a really powerful way of talking yourself down from this need to like control and be righteous and be angry about all of the things in the world and come back to a place of center and neutral and self. And that's a very, very empowering thing. And it's quite the boss bitch move. The next one that I want to bring to you is fun, but can also be painful. And that is embracing the multi-dimensionality of your experience. 
So I personally believe that I am a bad bitch. <laughs> I'm a boss ass bad bitch um, because I play in the mystic and the magic and the universe and the energy and the mermaid and the fairy unicorn. <laughs> but um, I'm also very human and I know that I fuck up and I do things that are not always correct, but in a moment it was my response. And I take time to not only take personal responsibility for that, but process the emotions that I feel around it and, um, and not like snap or freak out on other people. I take as much time as I need and, and sometimes even that's wrong. Sometimes even that is too long. Um, and that will be my own journey as a human. But embracing the multidimensionality also means understanding that pain, sadness, anger, frustration, disgust, right? Like these are all pieces of the human experience. It's what Mama Gina calls um, the rupture, right? Regina Thomasher, she calls it the rupture and it's part of the human experience and it is also part of the cracking open of the heart and the farther we allow ourselves to crack open instead of numb out and you know just try to not feel whether that's drinking or drugs or sex or um, perfectionism even can sometimes do this throwing ourselves into our work but actually feeling the emotion at first, it's really hard. Let me tell you something, the first year or even two of like, oh, these feelings are valid and I get to feel them and all of that is really painful. But there's also on the other side of that when you realize that this is part of your human experience and you don't feel these emotions on the other side, wherever that is in the universe, <laughs> in the heavens, I don't know, um, in the other planes. But we may not feel those emotions and, and they're here placed in us for a reason and they give us a lot of information and they crack us open wider and wider each time and there is pleasure in the rupture. But you have to be courageous enough to find it. And being courageous is completely a bad bitch move. Being courageous enough to feel your feelings, to feel them with yourself before you just rupture all over other people and blame and shame other people. It is completely a bad bitch move to, to rupture within yourself and allow the multidimensionality of your experience to expand you, widen you, and deepen you into the pleasure that is life. And that leads me to the last and final bad bitch experience that I will offer you on this episode. Of course, there are so many more, but... This is just sort of scratching some of the surface off of the, the deep the deep ones that really do make a huge difference. And that is the cultivation of life force energy, AKA your turn on energy to create a more delicious life. So this is what the Activated Woman podcast and the Upgrade with Taylor brand is all about creating a more turned on, lit up, creative, juicy life experience so that when you are creating your business, when you are creating your wealth, when you are dropping into your love, into your pleasure, into your healing, into all of it, it's, it's juicy and tasty and filled with color and not just so grayscale, not black and white. This is, this is the ultimate bad bitch move the one who sets the boundaries, sets the standards, raises the standards, you know, you know, asks for asks for what she deserves. Does the healing work? 
you know, like everything that we've discussed today, all of this, being multidimensional, feeling her feelings, being so tapped in and turned on to life. This is where so much joy comes from. And I think joy and happiness can be often taken for granted, especially in the personal development industry, which is funny because joy and happiness is the reason why we're doing this, right? Joy, happiness, freedom, safety, security. We wanna feel those things. We wanna feel healthy, right? And yet it's so easy, especially if you're an entrepreneur in this field, to get caught up in the energy and the manifestation and the money and the and like the the tricks, the, the tricks of the trade, right? Is almost what it feels like, which of course they're real and they're valid and I love them. But the center of it all is love. And the center of it all is is the desire for joy and happiness and safety and security and and pleasure, you know, to feel healthy. So to to lead a more activated life, a more turned on life, definitely definitely makes you a bad bitch. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it resonates. And if you love it, go ahead and screenshot this, put it on your story and tag me in it on Instagram at Tayfem, F-E-M-M-E, so that I can repost it and let's talk about it. I want to see you rise into your confidence. I want to see you rise into your, your bad bitch self and feel like the motherfucking woman, activated woman, that you were always, always meant to feel like. So with that said, thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you in the next episode. But before you do, stay tuned for this announcement. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I'm so deeply grateful to have you here. And I wanted to let you know that on February 22nd, 2022, at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I will be hosting the first day of the four-day Activated Woman Workshop. This is my favorite event of the year. It is so transformational. It is so incredible. The community is amazing. And it's only $22, you guys, for four days, a four-day experience going deep, deep, deep into what it really, truly takes to lead that activated, turned-on life. We're going into all things related to energy, masculine and feminine dynamics, quantum embodiment, the energy of money and relationships, sensuality and pleasure, and so, so much more. There's going to be prizes and giveaways. And like I said, it's truly, it's just the most fun event of the year. And it's what this this brand was founded on was this workshop. So if you're interested in joining, I would absolutely love to have you. Click the link in the show notes to sign up. We begin Tuesday, February 22nd uh, at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'll see you there.